Window World is proud to present Kevin Keatsman Has Issues. Simply the best for less at windowskansascity.com. Wow, I just have so many great memories of covering Kansas-Missouri basketball games through the years, mainly when I was at Fox 4, and I would cover home games at Allen Fieldhouse, certainly go over there and cover the Kansas Jayhawks maybe 15, 10 to 15 games a year, a lot of weeknights, a lot of early Saturday day games, and then back to the television station to anchor the Saturday night news. But I was pretty much on the Missouri beat with a very dear friend named Don Proctor, who is in his last year or two with Fox 4 as a photojournalist, Don Proctor, one of the greatest guys you'll ever meet. Great Missouri Tiger fan, very dear friend. And we would make the trek to Columbia regularly. Tuesday night games, big Monday, didn't matter when. I didn't go very many Saturday games to Columbia because I anchored the weekend news, so I wouldn't do that. But we spent a lot of weeknights driving in the middle of the winter and snowstorms covering Norm Stewart's Missouri Tigers. And it didn't matter who they played. The games were big. It was just different back then. Missouri was always ranked. In fact, the last time these two teams met in Columbia, both were ranked. Did you know Missouri was ranked number four in the country almost 13 years ago when they last played in Columbia? And Kansas was ranked number eight, both in the top 10. This is going to be an incredible game. I'm very much looking forward to this, and I hope it has the feel of so many great KUMU games. I was proud of Bill Self for many years for putting up both middle fingers and saying, no, we're not going to play the Missouri Tigers. I don't have a dog in the fight, but Missouri chose to leave. And once they chose to leave, they shouldn't have had all the benefits of the rivalry with Kansas. I don't know if it will ever be the same as it was when they were both really excellent basketball programs. They played twice a year, sometimes three times a year. I remember the John Sunvold, Steve Stepanovich days where Missouri was ranked number one in the country. There have just been some great, great Missouri basketball teams. And we hope it returns to that under Dennis Gates, and it may. Tigers are off to a 9-0 start this year, and I'm very excited about the rivalry being renewed. They played last year. It wasn't much. I, I couldn't get excited for that game. I think we knew what was going to happen. Kansas was a national championship caliber team. The Tigers were in the process of firing their coach, and that's how you get, what, a 37-point loss, the third most lopsided in the series. But this year seems a little different. Dennis Gates has an entirely new roster. Missouri Tigers' average margin of victory is 19 points. They are really good offensively. They're 12th in offensive efficiency in the country. 93 points per game is number one in America. The Tigers shoot 52% from the floor, 64% from two-point range, which is largely layups and dunks off of stealing the ball. Nobody steals the ball more than Mizzou. 127 steals this year is number one in the country. They have 10 more takeaways per game than turnovers. Now, that being said, Missouri hasn't played anyone near the caliber of Kansas. And these teams are quite different. Missouri, inexperienced, everything's new. Kansas, defending national champion. Battle-tested already with a couple of big-time opponents this year. KU comes in at 8-1, ranked number six in the country. Missouri is unranked, but 9-0. and the Tigers have played a really soft schedule until now. And this is exactly how you do it if you're Dennis Gates. You build up the confidence. You have a new team. You give your team time to breathe. You do it exactly like he has done to this point. Missouri now gets Kansas, Illinois, and Kentucky in about a two-and-a-half-week stretch. So it's on. 
It's officially on for the Missouri Tigers. There's no dodging anything in college basketball. If you play in a Power 5 league, you're going to play a tough schedule. So toss out the fact that Missouri's strength of schedule right now is number 361 in the country, and their best win is overtime against Wichita State. Their average opponent is number 246. So this has been among the weakest schedules in America. But it isn't like Missouri's been skating by 53-52. They've been bombing people. They take the ball away. They play 10 guys. They have a deep bench. Dennis Gates is figuring his team out. This arena will be sold out. It will be wild. It's the first time back in Columbia in almost 13 years. And I am absolutely thrilled that they still call this game the border war. It seems to me, with all the political correctness out there and the things like the Red River shootout between Oklahoma and Texas now being called what? The Red River rivalry? Things like that? What, what's the Missouri-Arkansas game? Battle line? What is it exactly? This is the border war. Nobody around here will know anything other. There is historical significance between the states dating back to the Civil War. There is American history that we can debate all day long, whether we want to remember it, appreciate it, learn from it, grow from it, whatever. It's our history. I don't think you ever deny your history. I feel like as you live your life, you don't apologize for what you were many years ago. You were what you were, unless you were some sort of a hardened criminal, hurting other people, doing something outrageous. You don't apologize for it. You are who you are. And this is the border war. It is largely a rivalry centered around basketball, which is very rare. Most college athletic big-time rivalries are between football teams. That never really materialized, at least in my lifetime. There may be people older than me that remember days, maybe in the 50s or 60s, where football was the thing. But Norm Stewart built Missouri basketball. Kansas had been a power forever. Norm Stewart famously tells stories about how he would not stay in Kansas. He would not spend money in Kansas. He certainly wouldn't spend it in Lawrence. There were times that he would stay at a hotel in Overland Park the night before a game, but not spend the money at a hotel in Lawrence. Was it all for show? Yeah. Norm didn't like Kansas very much. He softened as a retired coach, but I got to credit with Norm Stewart. I got to credit Norm Stewart for building this rivalry because if Norm Stewart didn't become the head basketball coach at Missouri and have those great teams, this rivalry would not be what it is. Would it be a football rivalry? Would people of a certain generation hate each other on game day? I don't think so. Norm Stewart did that. Was he respectful of all the Kansas coaches and the Kansas program? Yes. Was this game different? Oh boy, was this game different. Norm Stewart this week told Dennis Gates, the new coach at Missouri, you won't experience anything like this. That was the exact quote he told him. Actually, Norm Stewart recruited Dennis Gates in the 1990s before Gates went to Cal. Can you believe that? And now Gates is the head coach at Missouri. Norm told a story this week of a couple of years ago. He was at a game at Shawnee Mission East watching his daughter's kid play, so his grandson with his daughter. His daughter lost her cell phone at the Shawnee Mission East game. They tracked the ping on the phone and found out the phone was in Lawrence, Kansas. 
So what did Norm Stewart do? He called Bill Self, said, help me out. You know any people over there in Lawrence can help us find this phone? Bill Self's response to Norm Stewart and their dear friends and respect each other immensely, as coaches do, especially Hall of Fame coaches. Bill Self told Norm Stewart, quote, for a guy that wouldn't spend a dime in Kansas, you sure as hell have a lot of people working for you over here. It's fantastic. Norm Stewart made this rivalry. Of course, Kansas has had great teams. Of course, Kansas has had great coaches. My lifetime, Ted Owens, Larry Brown, Roy Williams, Bill Self, of course. We all know that about Kansas. Kansas has plenty of rivals. Kansas fans mostly hate Duke. It's understandable. Everyone always hates somebody that's just a little bit better in some way. Like Cardinal fans hate the Cubs. For no real reason. It's just Chicago's a little bigger and better than St. Louis. So they hate that. Kansas hates Duke. Missouri hates Kansas. You punch up a little bit. Missouri basketball isn't Kansas basketball. That's not breaking news to anyone. But on this Saturday, where college football takes a break, except for the Army-Navy game, which is played early, the schedule makers give us a gem. This, for me, is the official start of college basketball season. College basketball season is far too long. There are far too many meaningless games early on during football season. This is it. This is the starting line. The starter's pistol is about to fire. At 4.15 on Saturday afternoon at Mizzou Arena, basketball season is on. I expect Missouri to play inspired, aggressive, hard-fought basketball. They're not as good as Kansas. They won't be as good as Kansas this year. But on this day, can they beat Kansas? I believe they can. I won't say they will, but playing at home in front of a wild crowd and playing the style of basketball that Missouri plays should fit right into being at home and the opportunity to knock off a really, really good opponent. Do the players on these teams understand the rivalry? Probably not. Some of them, not very many, took part last year in a huge route, third most lopsided game in series history. Couldn't really have felt like a rivalry game. You can't really respect a rival you beat by almost 40 points. This year, is it different? Does it take the first TV timeout for Kansas to know they're in a hostile environment, that it is a rivalry game, that it matters to the Missouri fans? What does it matter to the student body today? If you're 19 years old and you go to Mizzou, does this game matter like it did 20 years ago if you were 19 years old and went to Mizzou? I can't answer that question. But I can watch this game. There's a great sub-story here with Missouri's Isaiah Mobley and Dewan Harris of Kansas. They both went to Columbia Rockbridge. They played AAU basketball together. They are more than best friends. They consider each other family. And they'll be playing against each other. I can't wait. I shouldn't have to point out that it's exciting that it's still called the border war and nobody's changed the name. I hope it reminds us of better times, a little nostalgia, where it doesn't matter if one team's ranked or another. It doesn't matter. Missouri, for me, Missouri basketball, and there have been many years, as I mentioned, the last time they played in Columbia, they were both ranked in the top 10. 
many years, Missouri had great teams, but it didn't seem to matter. I remember a Missouri team that finished last in the Big Eight came to Kansas City and won the tournament. I always viewed Missouri basketball as capable of blowing your mind. They could be bad, and they'd beat Kansas by double digits. And you'd just go, wow, did I see that? Did I see that team with NBA players and a Hall of Fame coach lose to a Norm Stewart team that was just tougher, that just rolled up their sleeves and played hard and physical and smart and wasn't as good but beat them? I saw it many times. I sat courtside many times. You could feel it. It was palpable. It meant something. I don't know if Saturday produces that. It may sound like I'm rooting for Missouri to win. I really am not. I just want a great game. I want this to be the start of my college basketball season. I want it to be the start of your college basketball season. This rivalry is fantastic. It always has been. There have been unbelievable moments. Can it ever be the same? They don't play in the same league. There's not two or three games a year. No, it can't be the same. But once a year, it can be a blast. The series will continue. They had the one game at Sprint Center canceled for COVID. Last year, it was Allen Fieldhouse. KU won easily. This year, it's Mizzou Arena. They're going to go home and home here for a couple of years before the series, the six-year series, concludes with two games at T-Mobile in Kansas City. They'll undoubtedly renew it. Bill Self, after a long period of time, decided we'll play these guys. This is a good test for Kansas. They've got much bigger fish to fry than a single game against Missouri. That's what Kansas basketball is. We know what they are. But this is a huge test. Kansas is not deep as they've been in years past. They have very inexperienced players coming off the bench. Those players will not be that inexperienced by March. But it's still early December. And while Missouri is probably going to run 10 guys out there and try to stay fresh and run and gun and defend and try to steal the ball, Kansas has some horses, man. They can get up and down the floor and they can play with the best of them. But do they have enough horses over 40 minutes? If this game is frenetic, Kansas players tire, does Bill Self have a deep enough bench? I think that's the only place I can look at that Missouri maybe has an advantage. Well, they're playing at home. That's an advantage. Only advantage I can think of is, is just flat-out conditioning. If Missouri can play more players by the last 10 minutes of the game, are they just fresher and able to go win this thing? I love this game. I love the sub-stories. I'm glad they're playing. It would be great if Missouri was a top-10 team. Maybe they are. I don't think they are, but they are 9-0. and This isn't some 6-3 and team rolling in that lost to some nondescript non-conference opponents. This is a Missouri team that has confidence and they're at home and we still get to call it a border war. I love that. Basketball season is underway. KKHI is brought to you by Cross Kitchens KC online at crosskitchenskc.com. Family owned and operated. If you're considering new countertops, new flooring, remodeling a bathroom, man cave, or, of course, your kitchen. It adds value to your home, and these guys are the best. 
Tim Cross is the owner of the company. He'll personally meet with you. Log on to crosskitchenskc.com. Check it out for yourself. Roberts Robinson, Chevrolet Buick GMC and Excelsior Springs, the official automotive dealer of KKHI, partnering with the Good Samaritan, Samaritan folks with a toy drive and gift card holiday drive. This is a really good thing. If you'd like to send a donation to Roberts Robinson, you can mail it to 1501 Kearney Road, Excelsior Springs, Missouri, or swing by the dealership, drop off an unopened toy, or a gift card for a family in need this holiday season with the Good Samaritan folks at Roberts Robinson Chevrolet Buick GMC in Excelsior Springs. GMC, we are professional grade. And Advantage Termite and Pest Control, online at AdvantageTPC.com, 913-768-8989. Today's the day. Make the switch. Yeah, you may even like your pest people, but you don't know them. You know these guys. They believe what you believe. They're as red, white, and blue patriotic American as they get. Advantage Termite and Pest Control. The best. 913-768-8989. Online at AdvantageTPC.com. Okay, the Chiefs play the Broncos on Sunday afternoon at Mile High Stadium. I don't get in. I, I, I can't even keep track of what the sponsorship name is in Denver, so I'm not going to. Canarius Tony is practicing. He is a... Well, he's Tyreek Hill light. If this guy stays healthy, I think we can all see that this guy's going to be a big deal for the Chiefs. He can do kick returns. He can add lightning to the offense. He has just been injured his whole career. If somehow he becomes a player that is reliable and healthy, he can make a huge difference for the Chiefs. Travis Kelsey on his podcast this week called this Donkey's Week. That's what it is. It's Donkey's Week. And he said, well, this is the first time in my career I've been flexed out of a primetime game. The Chiefs have Ian Eagle calling the game on regional CBS. This will be the smallest television audience ever for the Chiefs, and this is a great thing. If Kelsey is talking about it on his podcast, that they've been flexed out, that it's a small TV audience, this is good for the Chiefs. It is humbling for them. Enough of the primetime, enough of the Chiefs are the best team in the NFL. They're not. They haven't earned that moniker in any way, shape, or form. Can the Chiefs win the Super Bowl? They can. Are they the favorite? No. Are they as good as Buffalo or Cincinnati? I think we have to say at this point, no. Do they have a shot, and are they the odds-on favorite to be the one seed in the AFC? The answer is yes, because the division stinks. The Chiefs can win the division Sunday with a win and a Chargers loss to Miami. Shockingly, the Chiefs can win the division this early. The Chiefs will be pretty good favorites in every game left. I thought the Raiders were mounting some sort of defense. I was a little bit worried about the Raiders game. My God, they just melted down against the Rams on Thursday night after winning three games in a row, inexplicably blowing that game, having it in hand 16-3 to and losing 17-16. Baker Mayfield brought the Rams back after being with the team for two days. He drove them 98 yards and brought them back for the win. Schedule isn't daunting. What's the hardest game left? Most people would say Seattle. That's Christmas Eve at Arrowhead. That's going to be a shootout. That'll be a high-scoring game. Chiefs have beaten Denver 13 in a row. There's no reason to believe Denver's going to win this game. Denver stinks. Six straight losing seasons. Russell Wilson only has eight touchdowns. They have a metric in Denver that's bathrooms to touchdowns ratio. 
Russell Wilson bought a house with 12 bathrooms. 12 toilets. Russell Wilson has 12 bathrooms and eight touchdown passes. The running joke in Denver is, will he have as many touchdown passes this year as he has toilets? Pretty good joke in Denver, but this game is no joke. Chiefs have won 13 in a row, but half of them have been by one score. These games tend to be close. They keep the Chiefs in the 20s. Chiefs don't light up the scoreboard and score 38 or 41 or 45 against Denver. Almost ever. So look for a game that's going to bore you, disappoint you, bother you, and the Chiefs will win. Will they cover? I don't know. They're just not good at covering against Denver. They've not been good at covering against Denver. What they're good at is beating Denver. Somehow they win. But this game is a good experience for the Chiefs. To know that they've been knocked off their perch is now in retro. You'd love to have won the game last week. But in hindsight, it's a good thing. It's humbling. It's a good time to regroup. Chiefs are getting healthier. There's a lot more important games down the road than some December game against the Bengals. That is all true. You'd love to have the tiebreakers, but clearly, if the Chiefs win five games to end the season here, they're going to be the one seed. I don't think anybody doubts that. I think the Chiefs will be the one. Buffalo's going to lose somewhere. Win your five games. Get they might even, they could go four and one and be the one seed. That's possible too. It's all right there for the Chiefs. Thirteen in a row they've beaten the Denver Broncos. The disappointing statistic for the Chiefs is they have seven straight games where they've turned it over. Denver's defense is legit. Expect the Chiefs to turn it over a time or two in this game and get frustrated from time to time. It will not be an easy route. It will not be thirty-eight to three. Denver can't score. Even against the Chiefs' defense, they can't score. They can't. I mean, thinking Denver is going to score more than 17 points is giving them a lot of credit. This team averages 13 points a game. And then today's NFL, where all the rules are in favor of offenses, 13 points a game. Looking forward to it. Sunday, 3.05, the big broadcast, CBS Regional, with Ian Eagle. Humbling and good for the Chiefs. All right, one news item here today before we get to Lee Sterling and our picks, and that is Sam Brinton, the nuclear energy official from the Biden administration. This is the non-binary person, Sam Brinton. You've seen Sam Brinton. Sam Brinton stole $3,000 worth of luggage and stuff from the Minneapolis baggage carousel a few months ago, got arrested. Still don't know that this person's been fired. Biden administration doesn't want to comment. Person was clearly hired because the person is non-binary. Clearly. Qualified? Yeah, okay. A nuclear energy official in charge of like nu- nuclear waste. How do we dispose of nuclear waste? This is your person. How do we dispose of the waste? We only spend time on Sam Britton because we point out that Sam Britton is a K-State grad. <laughs> Not K-State's finest. But it's also nice to point out that you can go to K-State and from there go to MIT which Sam Britton did. I don't know if Sam Britton got into MIT because Sam Britton is non-binary. They, them. I don't know if that's how that happened. Sam Britton is back in the news. You may not have heard. After stealing the bag from the carousel in Minneapolis, and this person is all over the internet with fancy clothes. I mean, some pretty looks. 
This man shaves his legs, wears dresses, crosses his legs, lays on the sofa like some sexy lady. This is an interesting human being. Sam Brinton has now been charged with stealing a bag in Las Vegas. Sam Brinton is a serial bag thief. Sam Brinton spots, okay, this is code. I don't know how to do this. I couldn't do it. Sam Brinton spots bags on the carousel that he, she, they, them know as having things in them that Sam Brinton would love. High-level designer bags. Sam Brinton knows what's inside these designer bags. I wouldn't know a designer bag on a carousel if I saw it. Sam Brinton knows. Buy the bag. Sam Brinton on September 16th stole a bag in Las Vegas from the carousel. Was picked up and detained October 9th at Dulles International Airport. Spotted on security footage as a person wanted. It's pretty hard to hide when you're non-binary and you dress like Sam Brinton. Double baggage thief. It begs the question, how many bags do you think Sam Brinton has stolen? 50? 100? You got caught twice. Minneapolis and Vegas. Charged twice. Sam Brinton should go to jail. This really should be a jailable offense. Not some probation slap on the wrist. You have a problem. Go spend nine months in county jail somewhere. Actually, these may be federal crimes, right? Federal felonies. You're in an airport. Serious stuff. I say lock Sam Brinton up. And don't allow Sam to watch any K-State football games or basketball games or MIT games. Does MIT have teams? I don't think MIT does. Sam Britton, our local fave, non-binary, serial bag thief, now picked up for stealing another one in Las Vegas. The best part is he, she, they, them stole the bag in Vegas in September and three weeks later got arrested at Dulles on a security camera. Oh, there's that person who stole that bag in Vegas. What? Because you just don't look like everyone else. Must have been the easiest thing they ever did. Love that story. KKHI is brought to you by Fry Orthodontics. Online at fryorthodontics.com. Fry Orthodontics specialists will give you the perfect smile for life and the confidence you deserve. Log on to fryorthodontics.com. 13 locations, there's one near you. Invisalign is the same price as braces. Dr. Jeremy and his team make it fun. Fix your smile. This is the year to do it. 2023 is your year. FryOrthodontics.com. Finch Knife Company, a great holiday gift. Yeah, it's time to buy something for somebody else. Log on to FinchKnifeCo.com and get one of those beautiful pocket knives as a gift. Your friend or family member will love it, I promise or see them in person by visiting Shields in Overland Park. They've got them right there. The new line is called Reciprocity. Yeah, it's got the slicing power to keep you calm and cool, baby. Reciprocity is the new series of knives from FinchKnifeCo.com. And Amazing Garage Floors. This is what you want, guys. You tell your wife what you want for Christmas present is a new garage floor next year. You can schedule it for after the holidays, and get that amazing garage floor you've always wanted. That is a great gift idea. But you got to tell Santa that's what you want. AmazingGarageFloors.net.
All right, Lee Sterling's here. We got a big weekend of NFL and a slew of college games coming up. He's got a great special going right now for all the college bowl games in December. It's going to be a December to remember with Lee Sterling of ParamountSports.com. Hit it! The KK Has Issues Conversation is presented by Buck Roofing. Online at rbuckroofing.com. Sleep well knowing Buck Roofing fixed the roof over your head. Lee Sterling joins us now. It's time for the picks, and we're focusing in on the NFL. There's only one college game, Army-Navy. Doesn't draw a lot of gambling attention, I don't think, although it's a standalone game, so who knows? Maybe people will be playing that one on Saturday. But always great to catch up with Lee Sterling of ParamountSports.com, who has doubled down December going, 297 for the rest of the month. Lee, how are you, sir? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, kind of a strange week in only one college game, and and the NFL, and even six weeks, six teams are on the bye. So uh, one of those strange weeks, but it's nice for me to catch my breath, really look at each individual NFL game. Had a history of doing well this weekend. So uh, uh, not as many games, but sometimes everyone needs a little bit of a break. And going to actually go to a basketball game on Saturday. Going to go with my wife, daughter, and her boyfriend and uh, go to the Heat game against the Spurs, relax, and have a nice dinner. I know I'm only missing one game, and I'll come back and watch some taped NBA and then college basketball games. So uh, nice, everyone, to have a break uh, one weekend out of the year before uh, before the holiday season, all the bowl games start. Well, speaking of basketball, we have the first Kansas-Missouri basketball game in Columbia, Missouri in almost 13 years coming up on I Saturday afternoon. And people are going crazy around here over this because it was such a great regional rivalry for such a long period of time. Yeah. Do you do college basketball and pro basketball as well? If people want to sign up for that, right? Yeah, yeah. Just go to the website. We've got packages for for each individual sport. Uh, a little over seven hundred dollars from now through uh, the end. I mean, it goes through the end of the NBA Finals, which is in June two thousand and twenty three. <laughs> so you're going to get the rest of December, January, February, March. That's through the March Madness. In uh, the last couple of years, the March Madness have hit almost seventy percent on our selections there. And then April, May, and and June through the NBA Finals. Uh, so we do that. Just like I said, it's, I think it's 797 right now. If you want to do a hockey basketball combo, we're hot in both sports, just $1,000, ParamountSports.com. Hey, what was the reason? Why did they end up uh, – Stopping the rivalry. Uh, Missouri left the conference. <laughs> yeah. Okay. When they but left, I just thought that they would have played. You know, maybe out of conference. Yeah. You know. Okay. So here's what happened. Missouri left, yep. and Bill Self interpreted that as you just stuck your middle finger up at us, and they said, "Yeah, but we can still play you." And he says, "Here, this. I got two middle fingers for you," and said, yep. "No." He okay. said, "No forever." They started the series back up last year, and Kansas won by forty. So I don't know. Right. The last time they played, uh, 12, almost 13 years ago, they were both ranked in the top 10. It was a big deal. Now, Missouri is 9-0 and this year. They just haven't played anybody. I mean, they haven't played anybody. Right. But they look really good. They're leading the country in scoring. It looks like Dennis Gates, who came in and has taken over, looks like he knows what he's doing. So I'm just hoping for a good game. That's always what I've ever looked for. I've covered so many KUMU games through the years, Lee. All I want is to see great performances by great players sitting courtside, both teams. And all you ever really want is just for the passion of the rivalry to come out and for them to play hard and play well. I just hope the passion of the rivalry still exists. I'm not sure it does. Um, 
I think it's still going to be pretty good. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. Well, you know, the, yeah. KU's really mad at Missouri because Missouri turned them down for a bowl game. They were going to play in the right, Liberty right. Bowl, and Missouri said, hell no, we ain't playing you, which is weird because Missouri— well, I think Missouri felt they had nothing to gain by playing the game, but you know what? If you put you know end up winning the game, uh, there's also some benefits there. And right. I think, uh, you know, I think they should have taken the game. I do, too. It's all for the fans. It should be for yeah. the fans. And, you know, yeah. Missouri's begged for 10 years— for Kansas to yeah. play them in football and basketball, and Kansas finally relented. They are going to play football in 2025, so they're putting okay. that back together. They realized it's good for them, but the fact that the Liberty Bowl wanted them both to come play and Missouri said no is just an abomination to me. But right. I'll get yeah. off my soap. I already got enough trouble on that one this, this week, Lee. <laughs> enough trouble already. So, all right, before we get to the picks, it's double down December 297 for the rest of December. All the football action in December, and that includes the bowl games this month? Yeah, and there's 37 of them hmm. through the end of the month. So uh, a lot of games, and there's a lot of sides and even some totals. I mean, there's some games where, you know, coaching changes are taking place. Remember, some of these teams don't do a whole lot of uh, hitting during the bowl season and uh, and also uh, some guys missing. So it's important to find out who's in, who's out. And I think we've got a pretty good handle on it so far. And I think there's going to be some great situational plays playing sides or totals. So. Anyone wants to get involved, 37 bowl games from now through December 31st and uh, three weeks of the NFL, and we've only had two losing weeks. Love to have you along for the ride. Just 297, ParamountSports.com. All right, and information is king now. You've always been good at bowl games, but it's getting now with so many players opting out, saying they're going to the draft, doing whatever. The more information you can gather about who's playing in a game and who's not is the key to everything. And remember, the Vegas lines come out, and then they adjust the line betting on how betters bet not how much Lee Sterling knows or how much time you spend researching. And I say this to sports bettors all the time. We've got a lot of listeners here that are professionals. They're very busy. You don't have as much time to look at all these games as Lee does. This is the time to capitalize on that in these bowl games because you're going to know every single player that's not playing. And also I know a lot of these scouting analysts. And what's interesting is sometimes, you know, you don't hear much, but I'll be talking to someone. He might, you know, be in California. He'll say, oh, wow, we, we just had this coaching staff. Uh, they've got like four coaches out here. There was a couple teams last year that most of their entire coaching staff were out recruiting or remember, you know, they're trying to lock up guys because of the transfer portal. And so uh, they're talking to guys, visiting guys. They're spending, I mean, the whole day doing that. And they're allowing like graduate assistants or position coaches uh, to coach the teams through, through practice. So, um, that's the kind of information that can pay off. Some of these teams realize, hey, you know, we'd like to win the bowl game, of course, but if we get an extra four or five guys through the transfer portal, some difference makers, we're going to be really good next year, and it'll save our job. That's awesome. All right, let's yeah. do some picks here with Lee Sterling, ParamountSports.com, and I'll warn you, the game of the week coming up is going to be Pittsburgh-Baltimore, which is kind of a nasty rivalry. We start yeah. in the NFL with the Buffalo Bills taking on the Jets, and you know, Chiefs fans now are looking for all the help they can get, whether it's the Dolphins, the Bills, or the Bengals losing a game. We're going to cover them all here with Lee Sterling. They are all favorites again this week. We start with Buffalo, nine and a half points over the Jets. Yeah, and Mike White came to the rescue. I mean, they needed someone to step in for Zach Wilson. And the last two games, he played well. Um, 684 passing yards, four touchdowns. But that was against the Bears, number 29 in scoring defense. 
And Minnesota, who has allowed the most passing yards <laughs> of any team in the NFL, there was also a bunch of passes Mike White threw that probably should have been intercepted that weren't. So got to look real closely at the games. And I saw some things. I think some people are going to start figuring them out. He always looks great that first game. Second, third game, not so much. We were on Minnesota last week. We're going to ride Buffalo here next to three days here to prepare here. They played last Thursday. Um, they soundly beat New England. The score was 24-10, but the game was never in doubt in the second half. It's totally dominated here. And generally, December is when the cream starts rising to the top. I like Buffalo, 35-14 here. All right, interesting game in the NFC is the Niners, three-and-a-half-point favorite over Tampa. The Niners are without Garoppolo, but he may be back in time for the playoffs as his foot will not require surgery and then Tampa is just like a cockroach. They won't go away, buddy. You can't kill this team. I know the Niners are a better football team here, but I'm very confused as to what to do. Help me out. Yeah, so uh, um, I think you described it pretty well, what's going on with Tampa Bay. Just hanging in there. Tristan Wirtz, one of the best linemen, uh, has been out. But um, just not scoring. I mean, 10-2 and two against the spread to the under this year in Tampa Bay games. Talked earlier about some of these top quarterbacks not scoring at high levels, but their defense has not allowed more than 23 points uh, to, to any more than two teams. That's it. So had held 20, 10 of these 12 opponents to 23 points or less. They're going to stay in a lot of games. And I think now uh, these teams, uh, Brock Purdy did a great job coming in last week, but Miami didn't study for him. I don't think they spent five minutes preparing for him. They had no idea what he was going to do, no idea how to attack him. And I think Tampa Bay, well, they hang in there. Their defense in low-scoring games, low totals, look to the underdog. I think Tampa Bay, 6-6 six and six now, look out. Uh, they find a way to win this game, 19-16. All right. The Bengals are a six-point favorite over the yeah. Cleveland Browns, the battle for Ohio. Yeah. Um, so in, in this game, you know, some people might say, okay, well, Cleveland's starting to get it going here. Well, the score last week was so misleading, Kevin. Browns got touchdowns in every imaginable way. Uh, fumble return, interception return, and a punt return here. Deshaun Watson, I don't like what they're doing, lining him up and, and hiking him both the ball in the spread. I think they got to put him under center more, uh, use play action more. Um, Nick Chubb's been amazing here, but uh, they got to come up with some different ways and some different schemes and some different plays because what they're doing right now isn't working. Deshaun Watson was off for 700 days. That is a long, long time. And you saw last week Joe Burrow making play, big plays when it, it counts most. 16 touchdowns, just three interceptions the last seven games. Jamar Chase doesn't look like he's been hurt. Uh, he comes out after missing four games. He was firing here. And also, Cincinnati's run defense has been improved here with nose tackle DJ Reader back in the lineup. I like Cincy, 30-17. to 17. All right, the Dolphins last week, I, look, I know the Niners' defense is really good, but was this an outlier for the Dolphins? They're a three-point favorite over the Chargers who are teetering on the brink of falling over the cliff. I think it was an outlier. I, I mean, I predicted Dolphins were going to go down and go down hard. Uh, didn't have Armstead, one of the best linemen, in for the game. And Tua just was going high. I don't know if he was excited, uh, wanted to get rid of the ball early, but they're going to face a Chargers defense that's just not very good. Third most points allowed in the league, 29th uh, in run defense, 26th in total defense. So I think they're going to be able to exploit them there. And then on offense, Chargers offensive line's given up three or more sacks in five of the 12 games here. I think number six will be on Sunday. I think the Dolphins are going to come after 
Justin Herbert get to him early and often. Uh, Rashawn Slater's out for the year. Corey Lindsley, uh, also Trey Pipkins Jr. Uh, these guys are game time decision here. So I think Miami will get rolling again. They're eight and one straight up, six and three against the spread when Tua starts here. I think Miami is going to boat race uh, the Chargers here. 35-17. And I think that will all but do it for the Chargers. And amazingly, we thought the AFC West would be the best division. Only one team is going to make the playoffs, and that would be the Chiefs. The Chiefs are a nine-and-a-half point favorite over Denver. Here's what I know, Lee. The Chiefs always beat the Broncos, but they rarely beat them by 10. What about this year? Right. Yeah, so uh, as we all know, Denver offense isn't very good. But uh, defense only allowed the Chiefs to score 28, 22, and 23. Last meeting, the last time they won was all the way back in September of 2015. 0-13 straight up run here for Denver versus Kansas City. So we all know the trade is bad. I was trying to find a, a trade that might have been worse, and I might have found one here uh, than the trade for Russell Wilson here. John Hadle, you remember him, right? Sure, yeah. When he was traded, he was 34 years old for the Chargers, traded to the Packers. The Packers gave up five high draft picks for, I thought, a player who was really washed up at the time. So um, maybe, maybe there's one worse deal here. But, um, you know, maybe he can scramble around, you know, get a couple uh, first downs on third down, make a difference. I think they're going to slow down the game here. And they're special teams. They do have one of the top kickers in the NFL. So special teams and defense, I think, will keep them in the game I think nine and a half is a little too high. This kind of game kind of reminds me of that Dallas game on Thanksgiving Day against the Giants. Everyone was on Dallas here. Everyone will be on Kansas City. I think we're going to see a final score, something like 28-20. I'm going to take Denver here, plus the points. All right, game of the week is Pittsburgh and Baltimore. The Ravens in a tough way uh, with the quarterback injury, but still alive in the AFC. A lot of people think they're championship caliber if they have Lamar Jackson. What do you think about the Steelers' young quarterback and their chances against the Ravens. You want to find out, all you do is call Lee. It's his game of the week. Yep, give it to you for free. 800-400-9741, hitting a high level even on the free picks. 800-400-9741, give it to you for free. And like I said, double down December, 37 bowl games through the end of the month, three big weeks of the NFL. We've zeroed in on some big plays. Just 297, one place, ParamountSports.com. Lee, you're awesome. Let's keep it up, man. Appreciate the help. Okay. Thanks, Thanks Kevin. Take care. Lee Sterling, ParamountSports.com. Let's recap for you. He's on the Buffalo Bills, minus 9.5 against the Jets. He likes Tampa Bay, plus 3.5 against the Niners. He likes the Bengals to cover over the Browns. That number is 6. And he likes Miami to boat race the Chargers. The line only 3. Sounds like that may be his play of the week. He likes Denver to stay close to Kansas City, and the Chiefs not cover but win. And his game of the week is Pittsburgh and Baltimore. You can get that one free by calling 800 400 9741 or log on to ParamountSports.com. It's his double down December, including 37 bowl games coming up this month from ParamountSports.com. All brought to you by Bstock.net. Chris and his team at Bstock.net have the lowest prices anywhere on anything electronics, computers, uh, devices, televisions, accessories, tablets, desktops. It's all at Bstock.net, 14680 South Flaming Road. The New Car Image is a great gift idea this holiday season. Get a gift card online at newcarimage.com and they will completely detail your ride or make your wife happy. Have hers completely detailed. It may need it. Or your mom's car or somebody like that. Or maybe you have a special client you'd like to get one of these for. 
newcarimage.com or just call Brad and set it up at 816-499-1470. That's 816-499-1470. This is a fantastic gift that someone on your list can use anytime after the first of the year to get their car absolutely detailed for as little as $300. It's complete detail, including a ceramic coat that is, this is not wax, folks. This is a ceramic coat. You won't believe what happens. Like after he does this with the glass on your car, you don't even have to run your windshield wipers. The water just hits it and goes right off. And the same thing with the paint. It's unbelievable what the ceramic coat is that he puts on the exterior of your car. Of course, he does the entire interior as well. A complete detailing as little as $300. Newcarimage.com or 816-499-1470. And Mark and his team over at 360 Document Solutions. Make 2023 the year that you watch every nickel, every dime for your business become as profitable as you can possibly be. Or maybe just have more money to pay your key employees. If you save money on things like copiers, IT solutions, mailing systems, phone systems, you're saving money there. You can reinvest it into your company. You can pay your employees more, or you can improve the bottom line and become more profitable. That'll make you look good to your boss, even if you don't own the company. 360documentsolutions.com. Call Mark at 913-745-5344. Should be a great weekend. Really looking forward to that KU-MU game Saturday afternoon at Mizzou Arena. My wife will be, well, she'll be chewing her nails. It's possible she chews skin around her fingers. She is of the generation of Kansas fans, and she is all in as a Kansas fan that hates Missouri. The young kids don't hate Missouri. They don't hate each other. They don't know the rivalry the same way. But she does, and it will all come back. It doesn't make any difference. They won by 40 last year and it almost killed her. So uh, this is just going to be fun for me to sit back, stress-free, and watch her because I love her, and she's wonderful, and I really don't <laughs> – I shouldn't say this. She may be listening. I don't care if they win for her. I really don't care one way or another who wins. I just root for great games. When these two play basketball, all I've ever rooted for through the years is just a great game where it's laid out on the line and they're playing hard and it's blood and sweat and guts and tears and everything. That's what I'm looking for at Mizzou Arena on Friday afternoon between KU and MU. Have a great weekend. We look forward to the weekend podcast. It's normally brought to you by Spencer right? We'll see what Spencer's up to this weekend and presented by Cornerstone Property Management online at homewithcornerstone.com. They'll manage your rental property or buy your home from you. Reach out at homewithcornerstone.com and Earth Effects Outdoor Living. Daniel Hanks and his team are online at eeoutdoor.com. They do a great work with hardscapes and all landscaping needs anywhere, uh, you know, within an hour of Kansas City. eeoutdoor.com are presenting sponsors of KKHI Weekend. Thanks for listening to Kevin Keatsman Has Issues, presented by Roberts Robinson Chevrolet Buick GMC. To get exclusive patrons-only podcasts, receive a weekly newsletter, and attend in-person patrons-only parties, visit kkhasissues.com and become a patron today. This has been a production of Crooked Tail Media Incorporated. (laughs) 